What up, Thrive Tribe? It is your boy, it is your homie, it is your chief energy officer and professor here at Thrive University, Jeremy Abramson, and I am super duper stoked for you to hear today's conversation with Cynthia Thurlow. And this was actually a conversation I had with Cynthia for her private mastermind group, but it was such an impactful conversation that I wanted to share it on this platform as well. And I think you'll hear a perspective from me, a side of me that maybe you haven't heard before, being on the other side of this interview. So I'm really excited for you to tune into this. Again, Cynthia is an incredible leader. Her specialty is intermittent fasting, and she actually gave a TED Talk about this last year, and it went super viral. I think it had tens of millions of views, and she is just a really powerful creator, and I'm so grateful to have her in my life, and I hope you get value from this show, and I'm really confident you will, but... If for some reason you don't, hit me up on Instagram at CoachJeremy305. Seriously, like I want to know how can I improve as a communicator? How can I improve as a podcast host? This is really valuable for me and I accept your feedback with open arms and an open heart because I am constantly doing my best to evolve and improve. And before we dive in to today's conversation, I just want to give a quick shout out to Santa Cruz Medicinals. Oh my goodness, man, you guys know at this point, I don't talk about products or businesses or companies or people for that matter that I'm not aligned with, that I don't truly believe in. And I've tried four or five different CBDs in the past and I started taking Santa Cruz Medicinals deep sleep capsules about two months ago and it significantly impacted and improved my deep sleep. And I know that because I track it on my aura ring. So I really encourage you as we embark on this new year to prioritize your health and wellness. And a huge part of that is your sleep. So hit the link in the bio. You can just go to Santa Cruz Medicinals and then at checkout, put Coach Jeremy. I believe you'll get a 15% discount there. Um, And yeah, I really encourage you to give it a shot. And I've been having this and taking nice warm baths with Epsom salt at night. And I swear it is such a perfect combination and remedy for optimizing deep sleep. All right, fam, you know how much I love you and respect you. And I really hope you enjoy today's show. All right, I'm going to stop talking now. Much love. Peace. Good morning, Cynthia. How are you? I am so, so well. I'm so excited for this. Me too. I, well, I know it's funny. Last night I was, uh, you know, I try to organically come up with a conversational piece and was watching some of your videos and your energy is just infectious. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, and I know it's very early for you on the West Coast. So I want everyone that's what it's going to watch this video later to understand how gracious you were with your time. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Anything for you, Cynthia, honestly, oh, I really, well. I really respect what you're doing and, you know, building your business, creating the impact you have while also being a wife and mother and 
not sacrificing any of those things for your success. So I'm really excited and I can't wait to connect more in 2021 and have you on my podcast and come on yours and and just continue um, building and co-creating. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for people that are watching this that may not be familiar with your background, one of the things that really struck me uh, and Jeremy and I have known each other for about two years. We met through Lewis House's Facebook group. I think that's how we initially were connected with one another. And I've kind of watched you really blossom into this incredibly um, kind of thought-provoking, you know, kind of turning things on their heads. You're very physical in your videos. So if you watch Jeremy's content on TikTok or Instagram, he's usually outside uh, doing, you know, whether it's yoga or you know, doing something physical, but in addition to doing the physical part, you've got this beautiful mindset piece that, you know, really resonates. And, and what made me laugh as a member of my team, when we were kind of reviewing content for the month, she's like, oh my God, you know, Jeremy? And I said, yes. She's like, he's huge on TikTok. So yeah. they were, they were very, you know, very impressed on top of already being impressed, but they're like, he's got great TikTok videos. I was like, yeah, I watched them on Insta- Instagram. So thank you for that. And I'd love for you to share with my monthly group. This is my intermittent fasting monthly group. Um, It's a group of women, all of whom are kind of embracing the intermittent fasting lifestyle and really looking for strategies to capitalize on, you know, healthy living. And, you know, mindset is such a huge part of that. And, And one of the other reasons I wanted to have you on in January was, this is typically the time in most people's year, uh, you know, 2020 was an interesting one for sure, but this is when I feel as if so many people try to recommit themselves to their health and wellness goals. And, and the one thing for many people that they, they neglect is that mindset piece, which really ultimately is what makes the biggest difference in terms of whether or not we're successful. And so I would love for you to kind of share a little bit about your background. They do know that You've got some very specialized training. Um, you know, I'm a big Wim Hof aficionado. Love Wim. I think he's in- incredible, and so I love that you've um, you've earned that uh, another distinction. But you know, how do you kind of look at um, when you're when you're kind of looking at a new year, kind of looking at uh, you know the things you want to change, or when you're working with clients trying to support them through this process? You know, where does the mindset piece release to start for you when you're talking to them about um, changes they'd like to make? Because I, I feel like the mindset piece, if you don't have that, you don't have anything. For sure. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So, so really, I don't think my approach is any different in January than it is in June. And mm-hmm. I think oftentimes people wait until a new year to make these changes and oftentimes they don't last. And Cynthia, I think a big reason for that is many people are trying to implement so many things at the same damn time. And understand that if you try to wake up at 5 a.m., do CrossFit, go vegan, intermittent fast, all at the same time, you're gonna be overwhelmed and you're not gonna be successful in the long term. And I think that's really what we need to focus on is sustainability. Like, is this something that I'm going to be able to do for the rest of my life? Um, Not just for a week or for a month. And unfortunately, I think so many people are searching for that magic pill, that 
one food, that one supplement, that one exercise that's just going to shift everything. So my first, my first piece of feedback and advice would really be, you know, start small and, and stack these small wins. And what happens is when you start to stack these small wins is first of all, neurologically, you're getting little hits of dopamine because you are making progress and that is something that's rewarding and it's going to motivate you to continue going. So it's like, okay, we're, I'm intermittent fasting. I've been doing it for two weeks. I feel much more mentally clear. I see myself, my body composition start to shift and change in a way that I like. What else is possible? What else do I want to implement? Okay, maybe I want to run three times a week. Maybe I want to go on a hike in nature, you know, every weekend. And then you start to cultivate confidence. And ultimately, I think most people lack confidence because they don't have trust in themselves because they've committed to goals in the past. They've committed to different practices and protocols and they haven't been sustainable. They worked for a month but then they fell back off. And the reason is, is because they probably tried to bite off too much at once. So understand, you know, my approach with my clients is like, first of all, it's highly customized. It's like everyone responds to things differently. I know, you know, I'm working with an executive from Google and he's so type A, like, he's like, yo, like, that's all you got for me. Like, what else can we do? And I'm like, okay. So this guy's ready to take on more, but I also want to manage that energy in a focused way. And then there's some people who, who you need to slow things down a little bit and that's okay too. Um, but, but again, it's like celebrating those small wins, acknowledging yourself like, Hey, you know, damn, I, 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 you know, I, I maintained and committed to all of my promises this week. Like that's awesome. And, and then from there, it's like continuing to accelerate the process. Well, I think that's such a good point. And, and I know that my viewers, my ladies, my, my anyone, anyone who follows me knows that I kind of abide by the mantra slow and steady. I used to say that to my patients when I was in the hospital or in the clinic. I say it to my clients now and I mean it. And, and I do believe that there are a lot of well-meaning people on social media and they will talk about, for example, intermittent fasting and like 15 other things at the same time. And the, the mistake that a lot of people make, which I 100% agree with you, is that they try to do everything all at once and then they feel overwhelmed and then they, much to your point, they feel less confident, then they stop doing it when what would be much better is we have these small little victories along the way and we slowly add more things in. On Monday, I interviewed uh, Dr. Ken Berry for the podcast. And, you know, it was interesting. He really wanted to focus on food. And I kept saying, well, what do you think about stress management? And what do you think about sleep? And he said, Cynthia, if you can't get someone to change what they're eating, it doesn't matter about all the other stuff. And he, and he said, I think that's the problem is people are so inundated with information that it's almost like the, you know, like you've got ADHD or your dog that's watching a squirrel. It's like squirrel, 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 all these things instead of being present and mindful and actually enjoying the process. And that's the other piece is that I, I truly believe that as a society, we're so largely disconnected from the process of living our lives 
that we don't even get to enjoy the simple things. And, and in many ways, I feel like 2020 was a gift in the respect that very simple things now mean a whole lot more. Like, for example, uh, every day I walk outside with my dogs. It's not that my dogs didn't get walked before, but now I am outside. Oftentimes I'm not, I don't have earbuds in. I'm, I'm looking at trees. I'm looking at birds. I'm looking at, you know, things that we see as we pass by. And so those small, simple things have such a profound, you know, net impact on how we do. So I'm curious for you. I know you live a, a very healthy lifestyle. I know you were in Florida and now you're in California. Um, you know, what for you are you kind of letting go of in 2021? I know that was a topic of one of your videos, which I enjoyed watching, but what for you personally are you letting go of in 2021? Wow, I love that. That's such a good question. I like asking people the same. So um, I feel like you're reverse engineering this on me. And <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say definitely one of the things that I'm letting go of is the need for external validation from others. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've done the Enneagram personality test, but I'm a three. And one of, one of the common things between threes is like, we're very driven by success and purpose and passion, but also we can fall into the trap of doing things for the wrong reason and mm -hmm. looking for validation to make us feel important, to make us feel relevant. So definitely that's one of the things I'm letting go of. And I, I feel like I've let go of a bunch of it already. And I'm still, you know, in that process. Um, and then, and then also just, also just giving myself permission to relax. Uh, mm -hmm. That's definitely something I want to step into this year, like there's days where I'm pretty much doing work in quotation marks from, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., like pretty much nonstop. And one of the things in 2020 that definitely took a hit was my sleep. And now mm -hmm. I got the aura ring and I'm really building more self-awareness about my sleep patterns, what things impacted in a positive way, what things really harm it. And specifically my REM sleep is something I'm trying to improve moving forward. Um, so I guess like the feeling of like always needing to produce yeah. is something that I'm not fully ready to let go of, but like I'm ready to kind of like build a healthier relationship with that. I think it's so important because irrespective of what, you know, title we ascribe to, and I would say I'm more of an entrepreneur now than a clinician, I feel those same pressures and I'm sure every person that's going to watch this video live or watch it later has those same pressures, you know, whether it's external, internal. I know for myself, I am married to someone who thankfully we balance each other out um, and my kids are a little bit older now, but, you know, on the weekends realizing like I genuinely need time away from email. I need to be out of my business. I need to not be accessible because we take on so many of the expectations of others, you know, much to your point, you know, I tend to be a people pleaser. And so in 2020, one of the things I had to really work on, you know, given the pandemic, all these shifts and changes that all of us have experienced, for me, I needed to start having stronger boundaries because my tendency is to just go with the flow so that I don't create a lot of friction because I don't like conflict 
but I've had to learn that doesn't serve anyone. And so um, when, when my ladies are watching this on the replay, I would really encourage you to think about small, simple things you can change in your life that are going to increase your, um, your joy. You know, something as simple as that, you know, there was a podcast I was listening to from Joe Dispenza, who, if you're not familiar with his work, I know you are, but if the ladies aren't familiar with his work, it's, it's just amazing and life altering. And so I was listening to him on a podcast and it was like a two-part podcast and Lewis Howes just by pure coincidence said, I need to bring you back for a third hour. And he said, it'll probably be in six to 12 months. But one of the things I really took out of that is that everything stems from love. And so when we are not in coherence, so when we're not aligned with that, that's when we create things in our lives that, that make us unhappy or make us feel unfulfilled. And so really cultivating small things. And so I'll give you an example. Um, this year I've really committed. I bought probably five or six courses like everyone else does. You buy them and you never do them. <laughs> and so every day I sit for an hour and whether it's one or two, I try to just do one. I'll do an hour of a course every day because I'm committed to finishing them. I'm like, you know, I want to do that follow through. So for me, it's I'm going to invest in myself and my, you know, my brain and my business. And this is just something I'm going to sit down and do. And I, and I just enjoy it. I do it before I even start my day. So I do my exercise, take a shower before I'm even in my business. That's what I was doing right before we jumped on. And it brings me so much joy. And it's such a small thing, but committing to learning something in a way that's, you know, for me, it's, it's a very benign way to learn. I mean, we have all these online courses that we can take. And I'm like, this is something ultimately that benefits me on every level. I love that. That's so powerful. And, and I definitely want to hear more about what courses you're taking um, for sure. And, you know, on that point, especially as women, this is something that I see come up often is there's a lot of guilt around especially for the mothers, there's a lot of mom guilt that comes up where it's like, well, if I'm not there for every single thing for my child, like I'm a terrible person, I'm a terrible mom. And what I really wanna stress to everyone watching is that by filling up your cup, like Cynthia's talking about, especially in the morning, by having those self-care practices, whether that is what I did this morning, you know, taking an Epsom salt bath with some lavender beads, like I've been doing that almost every day, whether it's that, whether it's, you know, going on a walk, whether it's, you know, getting a massage, going to whatever those things are that really fill you up inside, those things are going to allow you to show up in such a more powerful way for your partner, for your children, for your business. And I just really want to stress and emphasize that point because I see it happen. You know, my mom, especially like she's always put my dad and myself and my brother before herself. And that's amazing. And I'm super grateful and appreciative for her kindness and selflessness. But it's also important to be selfish, like take care of yourself, take care of this vessel. And if you're not doing that, it's going to reflect in all of those other relationships. And it's probably going to accumulate some resentment at some point because it's like, oh shit, like I keep doing this thing for him and doing this thing for her and you're not doing it for yourself. So naturally you're like, fuck, like 
I'm giving, I'm giving to everyone. I'm not giving to myself. They're taking advantage of me. And then it starts to create this really negative feedback loop. So check in with yourself right now and just assess like, Hey, what are those practices that really fill you up and make your soul sing? And are you doing them consistently? And if not, if not, put them in your calendar. Like even if it's 15 minutes, like literally make it a priority, make it as important as that business meeting or that dinner date with your partner or whatever it may be, like prioritize that time, literally block it off in your calendar and don't book anything around it. And I think that's really important that when someone says to me, I don't have time and I always reframe it and say, you choose not to make time. And and it's not a criticism because I'm just as guilty of those kinds of things as well. But, you know, there's, there's a book that I gave my husband um, for Christmas called the miracle morning, which a lot of people are probably familiar with. And I'll be darned. I mean, he's been doing it every day in January. And he told me the other day, he's like, it's completely changed his life. He said, this is my time for me. And he's very protective of it, which I think is fantastic. But, you know, I have teenage boys and I remind them like, just like there are specific things you like to do every day, adults have to kind of make sure we cultivate these healthy habits so that we are in a position that we can give to others. So for people that are watching this and kind of, I want you to take account of things in your life that bring you joy and try to make sure that you're cultivating time to be doing them, if not every day, but putting them on your calendar as a non-negotiable. I'll never forget my very first business coach. Maybe it was my second. When I became an entrepreneur, used to tell me all the time, you need to do nothing in your business until 11 a.m. And I never really understood that because I had been a healthcare provider. We were in the hospital 6.37 a.m. We worked crazy long hours. My mentality was I get up, I shower, I go to work. And so she kept saying, no, no, this is the time in your day to go to the gym, to meditate, to fold your laundry, you know, you know, meet the needs of, you know, little people in your home who aren't so little, maybe you walk your dog. And now that has become kind of my hard and fast, unless otherwise necessary, I don't start my work day in front of a camera or in front of a client before 11 a.m., and making that shift, and, and maybe everyone's uh, you know days look a little bit different, but creating those non-negotiables for yourself so that you feel um, relaxed, well-rested, present, and not feeling like you're running around. Like I have to actually remind myself more often than not when I can feel my blood pressure go up a little bit when I'm you know frustrated. I'm like, okay, you know, yoga breathing, box breathing, get yourself centered. You know, get yourself out of that mindset. Now, this is my segue into Wim Hof. So I would love for you to share with the group because there are a lot of Wim Hof fans uh, in the group. And I certainly enjoyed connecting with him last year. He's a magical, I always say he's like a magical creature. I mean, he just has so much boundless energy and positivity. And I feel like we need more of that in the world. What was it like training with him or training in his programs? What up, podcast fam? I'm sorry to interrupt today's show, but I am super excited because I am finally accepting new applications for my 12-week one-on-one coaching program. In this program, we are going to take your health, your habits, your happiness to the next level. And guess what? 
You're gonna have my personal number. I'm gonna be holding you accountable every step of the way, calling you out on your shit, but also showing you the love that you need and deserve. So if this sounds like something that you wanna step into, then I encourage you to DM me the word thrive at Coach Jeremy 305 on Instagram. DM me the word thrive on Instagram if and only if you are ready to unleash your full potential in 2021. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, so so I did a level one workshop with basically his kind of right-hand person who's actually at Summit of Greatness, Trisha Smith. Um, and then that was amazing. That was like really the first time, that was probably three years ago now. And that was probably the first time like I felt my consciousness shift from breathing. And, you know, I've done different plant medicines before and obviously that rewires your brain in different ways. But the breath work and like feeling the tingles and and feeling that was so powerful. And then the ice bath is something that I've really been consistent with. Cold therapy for me is one of the most powerful things. You know, it supports intermittent fasting really well too because you're activating more brown fat um, you're accelerating fat loss, you're, you're improving mitochondria health, and more importantly, you're really like building a resilient mindset um, mm-hmm. because it's not easy, it's not fun, but it makes you feel so damn good. And yeah. you understand like, oh wow, I was so scared of this thing and I was able to do it. What else can I do that I didn't think I was capable of? So. That's really powerful. And then Wim came to Miami like 18 months ago, I would say, two years ago maybe. And and I was like, I made sure I was always next to him. I was like, yeah. like I wanted Wim to notice me. And I was yeah. like, like Wim, like there's a couple epic pictures we have um, where he's like talking to me while I'm in the cold plunge, while I'm in the ice. And yeah, like you said, you know, I think he's so inspiring because he's just a normal guy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he had a tragedy happen with his wife committing suicide that led him down this path of self-discovery. And Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to see someone do these things that maybe we thought were impossible. And it's like, this guy's in his sixties. He isn't physically imposing in any way. Like he wasn't born with any crazy innate uh, abilities, um, but he's just tapping into his full potential and he's empowering others to do the same. So he's definitely an inspiration for me, just like you said, with his energy, his enthusiasm. And that's what I try to embody every single day as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, one of the the choices that I have made is to, to ensure that the people that I work with Um, the other experts like yourself and so many other um, people that I feel very fortunate and and grateful to be connected to is this synergy. And so when you're in a position where, um, you know, you're very aligned with other individuals, I mean, it just feels good. And it's that organic flow. Like we were talking before we came on, did we want to just have a very organic conversation? And my feeling was yes, because the the takeaway from this is the mindset piece and setting slow, actionable, sustainable goals. 
Um, but also challenging ourselves. That's, you know, one big takeaway that I'm sure you probably got from women as I did as well, was that we've gotten too soft as a culture, that we have gotten too comfortable. And so whether it's doing 15 minutes of cold therapy at the end of your shower, let's be honest, in winter, I do shorter bursts as opposed to longer ones because it's cold. Where I'm in Washington, D.C., I do, I get away with longer ones during the summer, but, you know, doing infrared sauna, but making sure you're sweating, making sure you're, you're feeding your body nourishing food. You know, one of the things that's interesting, I have a program going on right now. Uh, it's called Clean in 14. And so we're kind of walking people through a very, very simple cleanse. And it's amazing how powerful very small changes are. You know, I have a tendency to want to over-educate. I want to give tons of information and then it just becomes overwhelming. So I've learned you know, you want to just kind of drip very simple concepts to, you know, clients so that they can have wins. And if they can have wins, they can have the confidence that you alluded to, and then they will, you know, kind of continue on with some of these therapies. So these hormetic stressors, whether it's fasting or cold water therapy, the plunge pool, I've only done that once. And I was in Jamaica at a, uh, a hotel and boy, I was like the first of my friends to get in it. And I was like, I might as well just get this over with. And I was amazed at how refreshing it was. So it was oh, that anticipation of, oh my God, what am I doing? And then you're near like, that's not so bad. I mean, but you build up all these cold shock or heat shock proteins if you're in the heat that are profoundly beneficial. And so we talk about the mitochondria, these powerhouses of our cells. And one thing that's really important to kind of interject, yes, fasting, heat, cold therapies, foods we choose to eat, et cetera, can all benefit the mitochondria. But what the basis of disease is, is damage to the mitochondria or chronically depleted mitochondria. So that's why it's so important for us to do all we can to support these little teeny tiny cells in our bodies, because when they're thriving, we feel good. When they're not, uh, you won't. I had a woman that was in my last masterclass, lovely, she's a physician, chronic Lyme, and she has such bad mitochondrial dysfunction that she got probably a week into fasting and completely crashed. And so we had to kind of re-engineer uh, you know, what she was doing, but it's just it just goes to show that all these small things that we're doing every day are profoundly beneficial. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. And, and one of the things you mentioned earlier was, uh, was something along the lines of these challenges, right? Like the ice bath or whatever these things are. And I'm interested to see how you implement this with your teenagers. Like there's very few rites of passage these days, right? Especially in the West. It's like, you know, I'm Jewish, I got bar mitzvahed. Awesome, like that, that was actually a cool rite of passage. Like it took a lot of preparation. It took a lot of courage to get up there and like read a language that is not familiar to me and, and do that at the age of 13. Like that's a legit rite of passage. What other rites of passage can we implement? You know, whether that's ice bath, you know, mm -hmm. um, whether that is, public speaking, whether that is plant medicine, like in other cultures. And I think it's just an interesting conversation to have, you know, because I think it's something that is lacking from a lot of, a lot of the West today. Yeah. Now, and I agree with you and interesting in my religion, I'm Roman Catholic. Uh, my oldest can, can actually um, did his, his confirmation this past year. And, and so because of COVID, uh, you know, there's a bishop that comes to the church and, you know, they go through this whole process, but it was so 
sterile. It was nothing like the celebration that it normally is, which was kind of a bummer. I think, you know, teen boys in particular, they're kind of like, I just have to go through this to make my parents happy kind of thing. But I think it would have been wonderful if they had been able to fully experience this whole process. Instead, it was like only parents could be in the church and everyone was sequestered from everyone else and socially distanced, but along the same lines, obviously. Um, In the rite of passage, those rituals are really important for people to go through. Now, I want to take a little segue because I found this really interesting. Now, nutrition is kind of where it all starts for me, but you did a video talking about low vibration foods. And I would love for you to share with my ladies what this actually represents because it makes it's very, it's very consistent with a lot of what I say, maybe just different terminology, but reinforces why we eat the way we do. Yeah, thanks for the question. It it really, it really caught my attention. Someone I posted a video on TikTok. And it said things to stop in 2021. And one of those things was eating low vibration foods. So somewhat like a bunch of people, probably a hundred people commented, what's low vibration food? So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make a video for this. And I had no expectations that this video would like get seen by a lot of people, but it got like 600,000 views, 5,000 comments. I was like, holy crap. And it was very, in my eyes, simple information, but Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have access to this. So basically the way I see it is everything you do, everything you put into your body, everything you put onto your body is going to either elevate your energy, your mood, or it's going to bring it down. And unfortunately, we live in a society where so many people are doing things that are unnatural. They're eating processed foods. They're eating foods that maybe they think are healthy because they've been marketed to as being healthy, but they're not. And, and a perfect example of this, Cynthia, is like I was shooting more content in Safeway yesterday, and I was literally- <laughs> Do you get in trouble when you shoot? Because sometimes the people in Trader Joe's come up to me and tell me to stop videoing myself. So I did, fun fact, earlier this year, I got kicked out of Costco. Um, no. The police act actually escorted me out um, for filming. So that was interesting. Um, and Safeway, it hasn't, it hasn't been an issue, but I try to like switch up and rotate where I go. So, so anyways, I was there yesterday filming some more content and I saw like vegetable oil, canola oil, two of the most damaging things for your body. The things that cause so much inflammation on your heart, your brain, and they were being promoted as heart healthy foods and and they even had the American Heart Association seal of approval on there and that is just the type of misleading stuff that is killing this country literally killing this country um so I look at vib- low vibration foods is anything processed um any any low quality meats you know that that aren't from sustainably uh, I guess killed animals you know whether that means like wild caught fish, um, grass fed and grass finished meat, um, pasture raised eggs. Like if you're going to have animal products, do your best to make sure those things are coming from the highest quality sources. Um, and same thing, you know, with produce, we've been so removed from the processes that even a lot of these fruits and vegetables, 
They've been genetically modified and they've been sprayed with pesticides and they've been so removed from their natural habitat that a lot of their nutrients have been extracted from them. So again, it's very simple, but it's still very important to mention, like do your best to have foods that what I like to say are God made like avocados, something that came from a tree or something that came from the ground. And that's a good principle to have. If it was man-made, lab-made, then chances are your body's not going to respond well, absorb it, digest it efficiently. Um, so that is what I have to say about low vibration foods. No, I think I think it's a great term, but uh, you know, this past week, Kate Shanahan, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her work, but she's the seed oil gal and she calls it the hateful eight. And, uh, you know, when I go into places like Trader Joe's or Costco and I'm doing video, my standards are usually no soy, no canola. And it's actually quite hard to find things that people can grab and go that don't have those, those two ingredients in them. And, and yet, ironically, you know, here I am a certified, you know, registered nurse practitioner. And in my inbox this morning, I got a made me bananas from the American Association of Nurse Practitioners saying how good and beneficial soybean oil is. And I was like, I'm going to write something to them. I just have to think about how to do it in such a way that I'm not sounding like a jerk. Uh, but clearly they're mistaken. But Kate Shanahan had some great points. She talks about how the processed food industry has driven uh, the overconsumption of these inflammatory seed oils, which drives carbohydrate addiction, which then makes us insulin resistant. And so she can kind of trace all those things. You know, it's not correlation. I mean, it is actual causation between mm. each one, uh, which I find really interesting and, and certainly something that I talk to my groups about all the time. And, and for many people, they assume that anything that they see in the grocery store is healthy. And I remind them more often than not, it's a very small percentage of stuff that's actually sold in a box, a bag, or a can that is actually healthy. A lot of it is not. Now, Tanya mentioned, um, she said, I heard a great quote yesterday. This isn't something you're doing, it's something you're becoming. So talking about that evolution of self, which I love. Yeah, and it, it really all comes back to the idea of embodiment. You know, mm -hmm. what I talk to my, I work with a lot of high level executives, mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, leaders of organizations, leaders of teams, and when talking about leadership, I always tell them, we always really harp on this. Like there's nothing more powerful than just embodying all of these, all of these qualities that you want to attract in your mm -hmm. team. So if that's compassion, kindness, like be those things, embody those things, because that's going to be much more powerful than, you know, saying, hey, be compassionate, you know, just like raising kids, I'm sure, like especially teenagers. They probably don't listen to that much of the stuff you actually say, but yo, they see mom like doing her, her morning practices, her meditations, her studying, her learning. They see that she shows up consistently every day and that's programming their subconscious mind and instilling that similar type of work ethic inside of them. Absolutely. And I, I always say that uh, 2020 has given us this opportunity to show up. And for many of us, we seized it and we showed up, but I can tell everyone for full disclosure that, um, you know, teenagers as wonderful as this stage is, cause every stage is wonderful. And then you have moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I remember when you were like in my arms and you were a couple days old and now you're taller than me, way more than me and your voice has changed. 
But the point of, you know, what we're trying to impress upon everyone is that, you know, it all starts with our mindset and setting small, sustainable goals and, you know, reaching out for accountability, like all the women in this group um, have, you know, this incredible like tribe of other women that are there to see them succeed every single day. Now, I'd love to know what you're working on now. And, and obviously when we post the replay, we'll post links to your content and your website. And um, if you don't follow Jeremy on social media, you need to. I mean, as I said before, he has an infectious degree of energy. Like you can't help but want to watch what he's doing. Because uh, you've got, you know, you're a little bit of a character, but you're very, um, you're very physically, you know, your your physical manifestation of everything you're talking about. You're incredibly flexible. He's like a human Gumby um, when you watch him doing yoga and stuff like that. Hey. What are you doing now? What's what's what are you up to in 2021? Yeah, so some big things. Honestly, super excited about just how this year is getting started. Yesterday, I had the privilege of leading a stand-up to sitting workshop for an executive team at Google, which is an absolute dream, you know? Yeah. So so leading, you know, I, I love speaking, I love teaching, and obviously that's kind of been stripped away to some extent. You know, doing virtual stuff is great, but it's not that same level of like intimacy and energy. Um, so I'm excited this year actually, Cynthia, I'm going to show you my vision board. Look at what's in the middle. Oh, well, you know, I can help you with that. Yeah, my, my biggest, honestly, like the biggest thing I want to, in terms of like work and impact is I want to I want to give a TEDx talk this year. Like no excuses. It's been on my mind, on my radar for a long time. And mm -hmm. I know the world climate's kind of challenging, but I'm going to find a way to make it happen. And yes, we... Definitely would love to talk to you about that because obviously yours reached so many, so many lives and, and touched so many people. Um, so that, and then continuing to just expand my, my coaching, you know, things really accelerated last year and, and the, the, the breakthroughs and the growth that I'm seeing with my clients is just so inspiring and you know, that's, that's like a big chunk of my, my income there, but then also my podcast, you know, has continued to grow over the last 18 months. And, you know, we bring on some of the best minds in health, wellness, entrepreneurship. So really excited to continue growing that. And honestly, just living in service, um, you know, something that I did a few months ago was really get clear with my 10 year vision. So I just turned 30 a couple months ago and I'm like, okay, you know, it's January 1st, 2030 when I'm 40 years old, like I want to get clear with how I want every area of my life to look. And not only do I want to get crystal clear with that, I want to see how can I make my 10 year vision happen in like three to five years. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's crazy because some of the things I put on there are already manifesting. And um, so so getting super clear with that, uh, my vision, and one of the big things in my vision was like growing my business, growing my impact, but also growing my relationships, being there for my family. Like that's one of the big reasons that I moved back to California after six years of being in Miami is like, 
I wanted to be there for my parents. Like they've done so much for me. And I was like, what a unique opportunity is to go back home, you know, even if it's for four or five months and just like spend quality time with them every single day, like eat dinner together, you know, connect, ask each other meaningful questions. So for me, I want to just embody what I empower my clients to do is like, yeah, financial success, abundance, that's huge, that's important, but it it doesn't have to be at the cost of your health, your happiness, your relationships. So I wanna just embody like the full 360 and and really thrive in all of these areas. So that's that's what everything's called is Thrive. That's my one-on-one coaching. Thrive University is my podcast. And Thrive is just an acronym that stands for thoughts, habits, relationships, intention, vitality, and enthusiasm. And I really believe that once you're able to master these six components, these six areas of life, you're going to be happy. You're going to be healthy. You're going to be living in alignment, not just for a month or two months, but for the rest of your life. Um, So I appreciate this opportunity to connect and I invite everyone watching to reach out to me. Send me a message on Instagram at coach Jeremy 305. He doesn't, he does respond. So he's good about that. Like I've been terrible like the last couple of weeks because a lot of people from TikTok go over there and send direct messages and like it gets super flooded. So there's probably like 300 unread messages, but I'll incrementally get back to those. Um, So yeah, and and let Cynthia and I know like what was the biggest takeaway you had from our little fireside chat today? You know, what's something that you plan on implementing into your life? And, uh, And again, super grateful for the opportunity Um, Cynthia will be coming on my podcast in the very near future. So stay tuned for that as well. Yeah. And we'll be having you on everyday wellness. I do have one last question that I'm endeavoring to ask all of our guests in this program, but also on the podcast. What are you reading right now? Because I feel like it's the start of the year and I'd be embarrassed if I showed you the stack of books I have on my desk that I'm in the process of reading. What's, what are you reading right now? Great question. I actually have it right here. I was reading. I read in the bath every morning. Um, I'm, I'm almost done with this. How to change your mind by Michael Pollan. Uh, it's all about the science behind psychedelics and the impact they have on drug addiction, depression, transcendence. Um, as somebody who's really big into that space, um, specifically with psilocybin and microdosing and it's Unexpectedly, one of the things a lot of people know me for now, um, after a couple viral videos about it, but I really want to dive deeper and learn like the history behind these things. And so many people are suffering and struggling. They're on antidepressants, SSRIs, and they can't get off of them because they're super dependent. And that's what Big Pharma wants ultimately, right? Is for us to be dependent on these quote unquote medicines. Um, So this is a fascinating read. I really, really, really love it. Um, And one of the things I'm implementing, Cynthia, is like not really focusing on how many books I read, but really integrating what I read into my life. And that's key. 
Yeah. And then, okay. and then I would finish up by saying the three books that, the three books that I gift, this is like my, the momentum package the, my, that I send each client when they start with me that has everything they need. And the three books that they receive, there's actually four, but the other one I'm out of right now is the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, mm -hmm. which is like a weekend read that I think is like essential for every human to read. Then the mastery of love, which is Don, Don, also Don Miguel Ruiz, which is like the art of self love and relationships. And then for, cause I work with a lot of men, it's the way of the superior man. And this really talks about the polarity between masculine and feminine. And, oh, yeah. I, and I think it's really important for women to read that too, because um, oftentimes a lot of relationships don't succeed long-term because there's a misunderstanding of this dynamic of, of masculine and feminine. And once you understand that, and if you can really master that and like implement those principles and practices into your life, like it's a game changer. Oh, we have so much to talk about on the podcast, because if you see some of my tweets, I kind of, I don't know, I really dipped my toe in the pond in 2020 with getting much more vocal about, you know, the divine feminine, the divine masculine, what that represents. So I'll have to check those books out. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, uh, and yeah, like again, reading is, reading is, is knowledge, but knowledge isn't necessarily power. Knowledge is potential power. You know, you have to implement this, like you have to take action. And that's why, you know, after I read something that's profound, like, I'm like, okay, how can I implement this? Whether it's sharing it with my clients, where, whether it's, creating content about it, whether it's recording a podcast on it, like I'm always taking action on what I'm reading or what I'm listening to. And it's not just like a distraction. It's not just noise. Um, so I would say the most important thing is like read something that's intentional, that's relevant to you and then see how you can teach those things you learn to other people. It's a beautiful statement. Thank you so much for your time. And for everyone who's watching this, recording Jeremy got up early to be on this uh, to, to meet with us so we have to say thank you again and uh, I look forward to recording on your podcast and having you online yes Cynthia I appreciate you much love everybody all right thrive tribe that does it for today's show and I hope that you gathered some new divine downloads some new ideas that you are going to implement into your life. Because here at Thrive University, we're gonna give you, provide you the knowledge to really elevate your human experience. However, knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. You need to go take this knowledge. You need to go take these tools, these tactics, these hacks, these strategies into your life. Take action, implement them. and. If you really want to take things to the next level, DM me or sorry, actually tag me on Instagram in your story and let me know what was your biggest takeaway from our conversation. As always, fam, I love you so much. I appreciate you. And it would mean the world to me if you could 
subscribe, share, and also leave a review for the show. It really allows us to impact more lives. And that is the mission here at Thrive University. It's to elevate our impact in the world through health, through gratitude, through wellness. And I hope we did a good job of that today. I love you so much. And you already know what time it is. It's time to stop settling for mediocrity and start thriving.